Tuesday, 22nd of August, 2023. Then some of the officials of Asia, who were his friends, sent to him pleading that he would not venture into the theatre. Acts 19 verse 10. Acts 19 verse 31. To be more precise, the words read, And also some of the Asiarchs, being his friends, having sent to him, were imploring not to venture himself into the theatre. CG. In the previous verse, it noted that Paul wanted to go to the people in the theatre, but that the disciples would not allow him. That continues now saying, and also some of the Asiarchs. It is a word found only here in scripture. Vincent's word study says of them, these were persons chosen from the province of Asia on account of their influence and wealth to preside at the public games and to defray their expenses." End quote. Charles Ellicott adds to this saying, quote, The office was an annual one. They were ten in number, and the proconsul nominated one of them as president. Their duties led them now to one city, now to another, according as games or festivals were held, now at Ephesus, now at Colophon or Smyrna. As connected both with the theatre and with the worship of Artemis, they were probably officially informed of the occasion of the tumult." End quote. Concerning these Asiarchs, Luke next records, being his friends. How he became connected to these men isn't stated. Likewise, it is unknown if they were believers or not. Regardless, Ellicott seems to be correct when he says, quote, there is something significant in the fact that the Asiarchs were St. Paul's friends. The manliness, tact and courtesy which tempered his zeal and boldness seem always to have gained for him the respect of men in authority. Sergius Paulus, Acts 13.7, Gallio, Acts 18.14-17, Festus and Agrippa, Acts 25.9, Acts 26.28 and Acts 26.32, the centurion Julius, Acts 27.3 and Acts 27.43. End quote. Paul was obviously bold and firm in his speaking. Therefore, whether he obtained converts of others or not, the men respected him for his character. Because they are noted as his friends, Luke continues with, having sent to him. Whether they were in the theatre and saw the righteous nature of the crowd, or whether they were elsewhere in the city and knew of what was occurring, they sent a messenger to Paul and were imploring not to venture himself into the theatre. These men were aware of Paul's character. They knew that if he went into the theatre, he would immediately go to where he could be heard and begin to speak up about the gospel. Having dealt with him in the past, they were certain this would be the case. They also knew that the fracas was because of him and his supposed undermining of Artemis. All of this is either explicit or it can be deduced from the surrounding text. Knowing this, they begged him to refrain from entering, knowing that the outcome would result in certain harm to him. Life Application As noted earlier, it is apparent that Paul was known to highly prominent men, not just in Asia, 
but wherever he travelled. Even if they were not converts, he gained their respect as a person. His words and demeanour may have been totally directed to the sharing of the gospel. However, he did it in a manner that was bold and firm, but not confrontational. At times, one may come across a street preacher who yells out his message. He may stand and condemn everyone around him to hell for not accepting Jesus. These things may be true, but there is no reason for this type of conduct. To tell people that they need Jesus in order to be saved implies that they are not saved. If they are not saved, the implication is that they are already separated from God. People get this without being yelled at that they are sinners and are going to hell. And the whole yelling thing, yeah, right, if someone comes to your business and you start yelling at him, well, that won't go over well. If you don't buy this extra insurance for your new appliance, you are an idiot! You will not sell many insurance policies that way. The same is true with selling hot dogs, promoting your plumbing business, etc. There is a way to convey the gospel message without yelling and or accusation. Reading the evangelistic words of Paul in Acts will help you see how he conveyed the message. Even if his words were rejected, he was received as an honourable man. The strong words of accusation by Paul and by Jesus were saved for those who claimed to be followers of the true God but who were not living according to their proclamation. For the unsaved, they were treated boldly in the message but respectfully regardless of its acceptance or rejection. Follow this path and you will find that even if you meet with initial failure, you may later have success with those same people. Heavenly Father, may we be wise and discerning in how we present the gospel to others. It is the message that saves. If we don't present it with respect and care, it will not only be rejected at first, but the encounter will be but the encounter will be remembered by those who were offended by our presentation. Our goal should be to exalt you and this saving message, not to demean and condemn those who hear our words. Help us in this, O oh God. Amen.